Blog Talk Radio.
Alan Carr, God is changing your story. How many of us know today that God is changing our story? We've been defeated, but that's not my story anymore. I've been sick, but that's not my story anymore. Unemployed, but that's not my story anymore. We decree and declare on this 24th day of October 2020 that God is changing our story and whatever has happened before that's not my story anymore God bless you God bless you listeners this is your host Reverend Lamar Townsend and you are listening to Global Gospel we're here every Saturday from 1 p.m. until 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and we want you to know on today that we don't own the rights to any of the music that you hear on today but we pray that it's a blessing to you you and you we pray that changing your story from Jacqueline Carr is a blessing to you that that you know that God is doing something in your life that God is changing some things in your life no matter how bad it looks God is a God of change and he does all things well well we want you to tell your family and your friends and your neighbors to log on to www.blogtalkradio.com slash global hyphen gospel. And they can listen to us for the next hour. We want you to know that all our shows are archived, that we are also syndicated on Spotify, Google Play, and iTunes in addition to Blog Talk Radio. We want you to reach out to us on social media, on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, and on Tumblr. If you go to Tumblr, if you go to Facebook, and you go to Twitter, there is a direct link to each and every episode we posted weekly. And certainly you can go there and directly log on to our website. You don't have to call in. If you'd like to call in, and let us know that you're listening. And I do encourage that. We do open up the lines every week. 619-924-0800. 619-924-0800. Give us a shout out and let us know that you are listening. If you'd like to contact Global Gospel, uh, you can write us at P.O. Box 5331. That is in Hempstead, New York, where the zip code is 11550. If you'd like to email Global Gospel, you can email us at globalgospel17 at gmail.com. Again, we thank you for all our listeners. We want to shout out today those that are always listening in, our sister Melody Stevenson. We want to shout out uh, her family, Deacon Norman and his family, the Hernandez family in uh, New Jersey, my family, the Townsend family. Uh, Evangelist Jones in uh, Delaware, those that are in California, those that are in Illinois, those that are in uh, Maryland, Virginia, the D.C. area. We thank God for you. Tish, shout out uh, to you as well. Shout out to Reverend Furman and First Lady uh, Furman. To those that are listening around the world, Canada, Brazil, Spain, uh, Australia, France, Germany, Italy, Norway, Angola, wherever you're listening from, uh, we thank God for you, you and you. We know that they are listening all over the world, and we thank God for growth. And we know that 
the gospel must be preached and certainly the gospel must be heard how can they hear without a preacher how can he preach how can they preach unless they be sent and so our theme scripture here at global gospel second corinthians chapter 4 verse 3 but if our gospel be hid it is hid to them that are lost and whom the god of this world have blinded the minds of them which believe not lest the light of the glorious gospel christ who is the image of god should shine unto them for we preach not ourselves but christ jesus the lord and ourselves your servants for jesus sake we came on today on global gospel to let our listeners know that jesus is alive forevermore that he is here today to heal you to deliver you to save you to set you free the gospel is good news is the power of god unto salvation to the Jew and also to the Greek. We are not ashamed today of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Certainly the gospel is there. Uh, it is comprehensive. The gospel covers every area of your life. It covers your health, your finances, your well-being, your mental status. The gospel is there for you to, uh, you can take all your burdens to the Lord. You can take your burdens to our Savior and know that he was uh, born of a virgin, that he lived, that he died, but he broke, he rose with all power in his hand with victory over death, hell, and the grave. And certainly today we can stand victoriously, victoriously. We can stand as the victor and not the victim because of Christ, because he came to set the captives free. He came to bring us liberty and life and he came that we not only might have life but that we might have it more abundantly and we praise god today and every day that we have abundant life knowing that it is because of the lord's mercies that we are not consumed his compassion fail not great is his faithfulness toward us great is his mercy great is his love and kindness and we praise god uh, with every fiber of our being today uh, because of the gospel. And certainly without the gospel, we would all be lost. And certainly without the gospel, we cannot have abundant life. And so we give God glory, honor, and praise. Thank you for joining Global Gospel today. We do have a message that we will uh, share with each and every one of you in just a few minutes. And uh, we, we're going to hear a, a another selection. As a matter of fact, our time gets away from us very quickly. Um, but, you know, there are people that let me know that they do enjoy the selections that we play here, uh, the music that you hear. And certainly we want you to, uh, by way of announcement, if you just send us a message and maybe there's something that you haven't heard in a long time or something that we haven't played that you would like to hear, please reach out to us and we will be delighted to share that uh, with all of our listeners. Um, if there is uh, perhaps an area of ministry that you are in, if you wrote a book or something, uh, please reach out to us and we will uh, share that with our listeners. This next selection says... Can't let a day go by without praising his name. Stay tuned and we'll be back. 
can't let a day go by without praising his name. I can't forget from whence I came. I can't let a day go by without counting the cost. Uh, I can't let a day go by without praising his name. I can't let a day go by without praising his name. Uh, I can't forget. I can't forget. been through the fire, I've been through the flood, uh-huh. like a good soldier, God knows I've been trying, I've got a story, I've got a story, that's got to be
without praising his name. Also, shout out to our other listeners I didn't shout out last week. Sister Peggy Brown, Sister Cheryl Blair, Sister Melanie Skinner, Sister Esther Burgess, Sister Gwen Latham. We thank you all for listening as well and continuing to listen in. I do want to share a particular passage of scripture on this Saturday afternoon. If you have read the outline uh, for today, it simply says outside influences, outside influences. In the particular passage of scripture that we will be sharing on this Saturday afternoon comes from the book of First Kings chapter 21, and I may skip around a little bit as uh, we endeavor to share with you. Please read the whole chapter in your sp- spare time, First Kings chapter 21, and read the chapter before, which would be chapter 20, and read the chapter after, which would be chapter 22. It's so important that we read and study in order to get a full understanding. Chapter 21, uh, verse 1, I will begin reading. And it came to pass after these things that Naboth, the Jezreelite, had a vineyard which was in Jezreel, hard by the palace of Ahab, king of Samaria. And Ahab spake unto Naboth, saying, Give me thy vineyard, that I may have it for a garden of herbs, because it is near unto my house. And I will give thee for it a better vineyard than it. For if it seem good to thee, I will give thee the worth of it in money. And Naboth said to Ahab, The Lord forbid it me that I should give the inheritance of my fathers unto thee. And Ahab came into his house heavy and displeased because of the words which Naboth the Jezreelite had spoken unto him. For he had said, I will not give thee the inheritance of my fathers. And he laid him down upon his bed and turned away his face and would eat no bread. But Jezebel, his wife, came to him and said unto him, Why is thy spirit so sad that thou eatest no bread? And he said unto her, Because I spake unto Naboth the Jezreelite, and said unto him, Give me thy vineyard for money, or else, if it please thee, I will give thee another vineyard for it. And he answered, I will not give thee my vineyard. And Jezebel his wife said unto him, Dost thou thou now govern the kingdom of Israel? Arise and eat bread, and let thine heart be merry. I will give thee the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite. So she wrote letters in Ahab's name, and sealed them with his seal, and sent the letters unto the elders and to the nobles that were in this city dwelling with Naboth. And she wrote in the letter, saying, Proclaim a fast. And set Naboth among, on high among the people. And set two men, sons of Belial, before him to bear witness against him, saying, Thou didst blaspheme God and the king, and then carry him out and stone him that he may die. I'm going to skip to verse uh, 17. And the word of the Lord came to Elijah the Tishbite, saying, Arise, go down to meet Ahab, king of Israel, which is in Samaria. Behold, he is in the vineyard of Naboth, whither he is gone down to possess it. And thou shalt speak unto him, saying, Thus said the Lord, Hast thou killed and also taken possession? And thou shalt speak unto him, saying, Thus said the Lord, In the place where the dogs licked the blood of Naboth, 
shall dogs lick thy blood, even thine. That concludes the reading of the scripture. Lord, I need a touch from you, and I'll be back after this selection. Been a drought for way too long. We need to sing our freedom song. Oh Lord, we need a touch from you. We really need a touch from you. Lord, we need to hear your voice. Our hearts are open, we have no choice Oh Lord, we need a touch from you We really need a touch from you Send your last breath
Lord, we really need a touch from you. Lord, we thank you for your word. Sanctify your word, for your word is truth. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable unto you. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Outside influences. Influence can be defined as the capacity to have an effect on the character, development, or behavior of someone or something or the effect itself. We are creatures of habit. We are creatures of influence. And at some point in our lives, we have been influenced by someone or something. And at other points in our lives, we have influenced someone or something. People are influenced by mothers and fathers. They are influenced by sons and daughters. They are influenced by aunts and uncles, by nieces and nephews, by husbands and wives, by boyfriends, girlfriends, or significant others. We are influenced by cousins, by neighbors, by friends, by coworkers, and employers. And I am reminded of a story where one family went to another family member and said to them, I have to stay away from such and such because my mother said that they are a bad influence on my life. We are influenced by inanimated objects. People become slaves to substances when they come under the influence of things such as drugs and alcohol. When they are driven by money, by greed, by prestige, and popularity. When anything is not controlled, it becomes intoxicating and ultimately destructive to your physical, emotional, social, and spiritual well-being. Commandment number two, thou shalt have no other God before me. We put any, when we put anyone or anything before God or above God, we have broken the law. We have set ourselves up for failure. We have opened the door pride. Pride is an ugly thing. The Bible declares that pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 6 and verse 16 through 19, These six things doth the Lord hate, yea, seven are an abomination unto him. A proud look, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood, and heart that devises wicked imaginations, feet that be swift in running to mischief, a false witness that speaketh lies, and he that soweth discord among the brethren. It's in Proverbs, and each and every one of those things uh, we could talk about individually, self, if time were to permit. But there is no good thing in the flesh. All these things are driven by our flesh, and all that is in the world is the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. So on today, as we look at out 
outside influences. And as we circle back to our scripture, we see most, if not all, of the six things that God hates. And when looking at the Old Testament scriptures, it is something that requires much prayer, much study of culture, time period, and setting. But beyond all of that and all the educational points and historical points, it requires revelation from God. In the scripture, we find King Ahab and Queen Jezebel, not only people according to the laws of the land, but also people of affluence. They were affluent. They had money. They had wealth. They had riches. They had servants. Um, Jezebel even had her own a particular group of prophets that were a part of her crew. And so she was a person of influence and affluence. Now, I am in no means a political person, but politics and religion have gone hand in hand for ages, even though there is supposedly a separation between church and state. You see, from the days of Adam and even until King Saul, Mankind was theocratic in nature, uh, governed by God. But we didn't want to hear from God. We didn't want to uh, know what he was saying. We wanted to hear from people. We wanted to hear from idols and graven images. You do, do remember that God was speaking to Moses on the mountain, but the people grew weary, and they didn't want to wait to hear from God. So they built themselves an image to worship. But that's another story for another day. Uh, I'm just talking about how we went from being theocratic in nature to uh, rule, being ruled by uh, kings and governors, etc. Politics influences religion and vice versa. And as we go to the polls on today, and some people have already gone to the polls and they've sent in their ballots and Certainly, we still have a few more days to go towards the actual election day here in the United States of America. Uh, and we think about all the things that influence our vote. Uh, we have the left wing. We have the right wing. We have the conservatives. We have the moderates. And on the table for discussion is economy, foreign affairs, domestic affairs, but subtly, under the table, there is an underlying issue that actually affects our walk with God. Uh, the health care issue, the abortion issue, the sexuality issue, the race issue, they're on the table, but they're under their table. They're under the table, but they're on the table because they are directly linked to Christian concerns of morality, ethics, and religion. But that's another story for another day. I'm still talking about influence. How are you being influenced to vote? How is your vote influencing others? How are the voices that are in your ear influencing who you are voting for? So here we are in 2020, living through a pandemic without the usual ability to assemble in numbers at the mosque, at the temple, at the church. Because there is a disease that is very real, it has no uh, cure, and it 
uh, supposedly spreads in crowds. Uh, we have the perfect storm brewing for influence. We're being influenced by the doctors. We're being influenced by the politicians, uh, the lawmakers, uh, influenced by guidelines at the supermarket, uh, at the gas station, at wherever. We're just being influenced on how much uh, items you can buy from the grocery store. We're surrounded by influence. The perfect storm that has not only affected our religion and our politics, even down to our education system. The world is not what we knew it to be. But in the text, in the scripture, Ahab wants something. He wants something that someone else has. Ahab wants a vineyard. He wants land. He wants property. He wants substance that belongs to neighbors. And it is against neighbors' uh, religion, his ancestry, his heritage to give up his ancestral land, his territory. And we know that land equals wealth. Wealth equals affluence. And through influence, through manipulation, Jezebel conspires to have what she wants, not only for herself, but for her husband. And what they desired would actually cost Naboth, the rightful owner, his life and his property. And certainly it uh, would cost heritage to his family if he had any, because the Bible says that a righteous man leaves an inheritance to his children's children, and he all had ready had received that land from his fathers. And so we have to realize that the enemy... Uh, not only decides to cut off our life, but he decides to cut off our whole bloodline and our wealth and our generational wealth as well. But guess what? The politicians, the king and the queen, still have to consult with Elijah, the prophet who represents a holy, righteous, and just God. For the Bible says that the eyes are in the, of the Lord are in every place, beholding the good and the evil. You can't hide anything from God. The person of influence can never persuade God because God is sovereign. He's all wise and he's all knowing. And the Bible says not only this, but even when people think they're doing what they want to do, the Bible lets us know that the heart of the king is in the hand of God. And so as we stand online to cast our vote, and I don't knock voting, uh, but I want us to remember that it is God that allows the good, the bad, and the ugly in politics. God that is still in charge. God that is still on the throne. Know that your influence is never a match for God's sovereignty. Know that no matter who's in the office, if God rejects them, they will receive their just reward. And as we talk about influence, never usurp your authority. Never mistreat God's people. Touch not my anointed and do my prophet no harm. What you do to the least, you do to the greatest. Lying, cheating, and stealing end in death. If you live by the sword, die by the sword. For the Bible lets us know there's a way which seems right unto man, but the end thereof is death. All things come to an end. 
whether they be good, bad, or ugly. It is accounted in a man's stewardship that he be found faithful. Who is who are we to be faithful to? Uh, we are to be faithful to God. And if an influence comes your way, know that your commitment to God is greater than the influencer. It's, it's greater than the um, deal that you cut with somebody. Uh, and if the person gives you something, if they whisper something in your ear publicly or privately, and it does not line up with God's word, if it does not line up with the word from the prophet, you ought to speak to that individual and say, get behind me, Satan. The Lord rebuke you. Know that Christ came into the world for your salvation, for your deliverance, and for your liberty. You don't have to be a slave to anyone. You don't have to be a slave to anyone's ideas, ideologies, politics, or prescriptions. You don't have to accept false prophecy just because it sounds good. And know when to walk away. We have to know when to bow out gracefully. We have to take authority over the thought of our minds, over our actions, over our finances, over our well-being. We have to take control of our household, take control of our emotions. We have to take control of everything that concerns us because we don't want to be a slave of influence. Uh, we don't want to be influenced by anyone or anything. So we have to take charge over our thoughts, our actions, our mind, our finances. Uh, the Bible says that uh, we are to uh, cast down imaginations and everything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Sometimes you can imagine the wrong thing. Sometimes you can have some stinking thinking, but you have to cast it down because it's all a part of a figment of your imagination, something uh, that the devil has put there to put you out and get you caught out there on a limb. Consult the Lord through prayer. Ask God for his guidance. We only person we need to be influenced by is God. We need the leading and guiding of the Holy Spirit. And so, and then when all this stuff goes on in our lives, and even if you do trip up and make the wrong decision, ask for forgiveness from God and people and move on. That you're able to break generational cycles and curses in your family, in your surroundings, in your community, in your neighborhood. Outside influences are terrible. Uh, that's why we have to have Jesus on the inside. We have to have the Holy Ghost on the inside. And we have to leave all the junk on the outside. God works with us from the inside out. God changes our heart. The Bible says that the heart is desperately wicked. Who can know it but God? Out of our uh, heart flows the issues of life. And certainly... Uh, what the problem was, Jezebel had a terrible heart, and certainly she had uh, some terrible surroundings because she was able to influence the king, which had uh, more uh, authority over her because she was the queen and she had uh, married him. But she brought, the Bible says uh, that uh, Ahab went down in history as being a terrible king, that the, being the worst king 
uh, anyone that had served at that time, all because he had some influence, some bad advice that caused him to murder. And what was the end of Jezebel? As the prophet told him, said the dogs would lick up their blood. And what happened to Ahab? Ahab was on the battlefield. And certainly there was a mix-up, and Ahab got caught in the crossfire. The arrow wasn't even intended for him, but because the prophet had declared the word of the Lord, and the Lord said that the dogs would eat his, uh, lick up his blood, that's what happened to Ahab. The dogs licked up his blood. What happened to Jezebel? The dogs ate her after uh, her uh, having a fall according to what the prophet said. And so what I came to let everyone know on today, that if you're influenced by someone or something, and the influence is not holy, it's not right, it's not from God, then we will have a problem. Uh, You will have a serious problem that it can cost you your life and so today know when outside influences are coming to destroy you the bible says the thief cometh but to steal kill and destroy but christ came that we might have life and have it more abundantly so if there's something in your life today uh and bad influence you need to get rid of it you need to check yourself check your situation check your surroundings and clean up what you messed up god bless you stay tuned two years ago i made a lot of mistakes and i made up my mind that i was going to do something about it let me tell you what i decided that i was going to do i gotta clean up what I missed up I'm starting my life over again I gotta clean up What I messed up I'm starting my life over again You know what I said to myself I made up my mind I ain't lying no more Caught a lion and a cheetah Can't make it Can't make it through the snow Yes, I do, yeah 
man. Won't he make you clean inside? Shout out to my very special brother that is listening, uh, Sal Natali. Shout out to him and his wife, Connie, and his whole entire family. Thank you uh, for sharing this Saturday afternoon with us. Again, we thank you all of our listeners for listening in today. Today we heard from uh, Tamla Mann, Touch From You, Change your, change, He's Changing Your Story, Ja'Kalen Carr, Won't He Make You Clean Inside, Bishop Hezekiah Walker, Can't Let a Day Go By, The O'Neill Twins. And uh, certainly uh, we're going to close uh, with a classic uh, Reverend James Cleveland, Christ is the Answer. We do want you to remember that in this season today, always and forever, that Jesus Christ is the answer, no matter what is going on in our lives. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you today for your loving kindness. We thank you for your tender mercy. We thank you for this opportunity to share across the internet, across the world, uh, with all our listeners, the message of Jesus Christ, the glad tidings. We thank you for everyone that may be going through something. We pray that they are healed, delivered, saved, and set free. Somebody's suicidal on today, God, but let them know that you are here. You see all, you know all. You're touched by the feeling of their infirmities, God. We know that you said that we could cast cares upon you because you care for us. We know that we can come boldly to the throne of grace and obtain mercy in our time of need. And God, we're asking for your mercy. God, we ask for all that are sick in the land. We're dealing with this a pandemic across the world. But God, we know that you are a healer, that many are the afflictions of the righteous, but you deliver us out of them all. We know, God, and stand on your word that all sickness is not unto death, that healing is the children's bread. And we thank you, God, in advance, knowing that there is a bomb in Gilead. We thank you in advance, knowing that you do all things but fail. You're able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all we can ask or think according to your power that works within us. We thank you for your son, Jesus, that shed his blood for the remission of our sins. God, we thank you for all things. God, we pray that you bless each and every one in the city, bless in the field, bless going in and coming out. God, make us a blessing to others. God, let our light shine in the world of darkness, God. And if we fail to ask anything on today, God, please don't fail to grant it. And it is so because we ask believing that there is no good thing that you would withhold from us if we walk upright. Have your way. Let your will be none done. This is our prayer in the name of the Father and of the Son and the precious Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name, we thank you and we praise you. Christ is the answer. We thank you for listening to Global Gospel. Meet us next Saturday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time. All shows are archived. If you missed the first part of the show, tune back in immediately at the 2 p.m. hour uh, and listen as we share about outside influence. Stay tuned. God bless you. Until next week. Is there answer for you? All you've got to do is learn how to trust him. For he's the answer. Christ is the answer. Oh, he's the answer.
You can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.